Howdy, Critter Manders. Salutations. Happy Monday if you're listening to us on release day, and welcome to another explosively blastastic episode of Cosmic Crit. My name is Patrick, and I'm your game master, your podcaster, and if you're Pollux, I'm your twin brother, Caster, and I'm here to introduce episode 43 of the podcast. I cannot wait for you to listen to this episode. It's got one of the most shocking encounters in this show's history, but before we get to that, we have some business to chat about up front. First up, this is the 2nd of July when the episode drops, and that means we are onto our July fan submission challenge. Last month, we asked our amazing artist fans to draw scenes or characters from the show, and we want to thank everyone that submitted. For July, though, we wanted to do something just a little bit simpler, something that everyone with a potty mouth could participate in. So I am pleased to introduce the Cosmic Crit Cussing Competition. In July, we are asking you to submit your made-up and non-offensive curse words like the eponymous curse word pronk that we use in almost every episode, and fleem provided to us by our friend, Paizo developer, Jason Keeley. These can be simple, completely made up one word exclamations like frack, or even longer sayings like, aw, goblin feet, or uglier than a brothel's behind. You get the point. So submit them by emailing into us at cosmicrit at gmail.com, or find our threads today on the Starfinder RPG subreddit or the Paizo message boards. Our runners-up will win a Starfinder rulebook PDF, but our grand prize winner, their submission will be used on the show in perpetuity whenever a natural one is rolled, and they will win a free item from our Cosmic Crit online store. So get the soap ready with which to wash your mouths out and get to submitting today. I also very quickly today wanted to talk up our Crittermander Starfinder Society League. We have a collection of awesome fans that are GMing Starfinder Society, and you can join up as a GM yourself or a player today by joining our Discord channel and making a Warhorn account for yourself. Both I and some of the other players on the show play Starfinder Society pretty regularly, so don't be surprised if you get to play alongside my Noir Technomancer or Rebecca's Android PC in a future game. Links are in the description of this episode, and I hope to see you all out there in the future. As always, if you want to support the show, we implore you to follow us on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram, and we appreciate ratings and comments so, so dearly via iTunes and out there on our YouTube channel where you can revisit all our past episodes. Thank you all for listening to me ramble on, but it's time to get to the action of this week's episode. This was absolutely one of my favorite games of Starfinder I've ever played, so I'm so happy I get to introduce it. Without further ado, here is episode 43 entitled Mad, Mad Moss, Moss Fungi Room. Last time on Cosmic Crit. While the crew dishes with Hoifek, Andis grants a kish-wish. Andis is asked to give up something precious. Goodbye, trusty laser rifle. Tezale vouched for us to Hoifek, allowing us to investigate the temple found. Hoifek's really pretty reasonable once you get to know him. 
Tazeo puts her life on the line for the crew. Now we have a ticking clock and angry moss up against us. We hopped across the floating islands until a sharp wing attacked. Raimi and Ennis made short work of a winged interloper trying to keep us from the temple. Dross uses a grappling hook for 0% combat effectiveness. We found a moss-covered building and were attacked by whoopee cushion aliens on the roof. Into Securitech we go! Welcome to level 8. Now let's wreck some stuff. Episode commencing in 3, 2, 1. Episode initiated. One pill makes you larger and the other pill welcomes you to an all-new episode of Cosmic Crit. Greetings, kings and queens of hearts. We're back to explore the depths of Wonderland beneath a giant grinning cat. My name is Patrick, and I'm your GM, your Gabbermocky, if you will, the monster creator and director here on the show. Joining me as we venture through the looking glass are my five friends and players who hope that their vorpal blades indeed go snicker snack. To my left, following this white rabbit, a.k.a. Grey Mouse, is sure to get you into a whole heap of trouble. It's Drew playing Max's Rack. I'm late. <laughs> and to... His left, this tea-loving hatter invites you all to switch places with his mobility feat. It's Jabert playing Andus 147. That's a me! Across the digital table, riddle me this. How is a Raimi like a writing desk? It's Miles playing Raimi. If you don't know where you're going, any road will get you there. To his left, will she, won't she, will she, won't she, will she, supernova in tonight's episode? It's Rebecca playing Alindra Vallis. Alice Vallis. We're all mad here. And finally, to my right, sitting atop a giant mushroom-covered building, smoking a hookah, it's Tyler playing a Drosferanus. Why, sometimes I've had as many as six hookahs before breakfast. <laughs> hey, everyone, how's it going? Pretty I good. confused Mario with Alice in Wonderland. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> that happened like nine times out of I, ten. I, I also, I, I did too. That's Waluigi's uh, infamous catchphrase. a big episode tonight and as always whenever we level up we got a little Mm -hmm. bit of business up front to talk about which is talking about the new level your players are now level eight which is so crazy to me when i think about it that we've leveled up seven times now since you guys started the the adventure so over 42 episodes that means we're averaging a level up around every six or seven episodes. Kind of crazy. Sometimes it feels faster than that. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I, I think I don't think you've had many that were were indeed faster. I think we just time flies when you're having fun. Mm. <laughs> so as is tradition on the show, we're gonna take some time off from gaming at the beginning of this episode to talk about your characters, how they're growing more intelligent, more powerful, or more deadly accurate. And as per a discussion I think we had on the Critter Discord, we're also going to talk about why your characters are taking the abilities and powers that you, the players, are choosing. Like, maybe some characterful choices. So, to start, let's go to Tyler and talk a little bit about Edros, level 8 Edros Veronis. Hey, Tyler. Hey, buddy. Uh, I'm pretty happy. I was very excited. Uh, I lost a lot of combat feats when I took my Divine Champion archetype. Mm-hmm. But at level eight, I do not lose my combat feat at level eight. So I got to choose a combat feat, which is fun. And one of the things that uh, Edros specializes in is obviously closing the distance and getting up into the face of bad guys as quickly as possible to take them down. But sometimes he can't close. 
right? Blitz soldier, yes. And Blitz so, but sometimes he, he just can't close the whole distance in one round. Sometimes he gets volleys and volleys of bad things thrown at him. But in the past, he definitely has dealt with that. And so I think one of the things that he wants to continue to try and specialize in is nullifying ranged combat or ranged combatants. And so to that end, uh, he has learned how to deflect projectiles mm. that are aimed his way. So, how does that work? Uh, so how that works is if if uh, a bad guy shoots at me and would normally hit me with a weapon, if I have a weapon in hand that is of the same general type, so if I get shot with a uh, machine gun that does piercing damage, if I have a regular melee weapon that does piercing or blunt or anything like that, then I can make an attack roll against their attack roll. And if my roll exceeds theirs, then I just swat the projectile away and it doesn't hit me. The cool thing with this is that it also works for spells. So if I have a spellcaster throw some kind of jolting surge at me uh, and it's electric damage, then I can not, also use a my plasma doshko. But yes, if, if Miles does try <laughs> yeah. to kill you. <laughs> then I can use an energy weapon and deflect that spell. So kind of cool. I'm very excited to actually get to try it. I hope we find something and it, it costs an RP to do so just to mm. try and attempt it. it cost me a resolve point. So I'm, I'm excited. I'm really hoping we fight something that shoots long range projectiles at me this, uh, this episode. Yeah, for real. Wow. This, this is kind of interesting. Um, so, and, and, and you say energy for, for magic weapon or magic spells. As well. You have to be the same type. So if it's, if it's an energy uh, projectile being shot at you, then you have to mat. It has to be an energy weapon that I deflect it with. So like if Raimi betrayed huh. me and cast Jolting Surge, I couldn't use the curved blade to deflect that because it is a, a regular kinetic weapon. Where, where is this so, Raimi betraying <laughs> Dross coming from? I, 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 don't, I, I don't know. know. Like I don't Batman, know. he's just prepared for the worst. <laughs> ready, ready for yeah. the turn. He's yeah, got an intelligence yeah, you, you eight. He's not prepared for dinner. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's so sadly true. Oh, awesome. Let's next go to Andis one four seven. Jabert, what did they get at this level? Lovely. So at level eight, you get to choose from a new list of more advanced mechanic tricks. Mm. And I opted to go with one of the less advanced ones because uh, there's a lot of those mechanic tricks that sort of like go up like tree paths where you have to sort of like get, you know, the next one in a series. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, you, you become a student, then, you know, apprentice, then master. Yeah. Kind of like that. Um, <laughs> so uh, like I've, that. it's exactly like that. Just so like I've that. Uh, so I've run back and uh, decided to pick up overcharge. It's a standard action. I basically hinky with my powered weapon and can get it to squeeze out an extra d6 of damage. Turn it up attack. to 11, as it were. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dial so it, it uses uses about three times as much ammunition, but <laughs> pretty. <laughs> I think it's, I think it's worth it. Although I've been sort of like doing some maths, of just being like, all right, how many shots am I going to get like this? Uh, not that many. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, with this this new boost uh, weapon as well that just soaks up ammunition the um, yeah the boost effect does does like does like an additional consumption so it's like Mm. so i think if i boost it and overcharge it it does it consumes 20 charges from a battery 
So uh, just like a, a normal battery. The yeah, entire that's right. it does like it does like a half. It does like a half of uh, one of my one of my forties. That's um, not very economical. <laughs> well, well, Tim's the brakes. <laughs> when you want to put out them big numbers, them double digits. Yes, yes, those are the breaks. Right, let's speed along to Knack. How, how about, uh, Drew, can you tell us about our favorite envoy at yes. level eight? So Knack has uh, a similar situation to Andis in that as you get into past level eight, you get access to a lot of new envoy improvisations, uh, but you kind of need to get the beginnings of those envoy improvisations. So he, mm. I looked uh, at a bunch of uh, sort of the level one and level three improvs, but I actually went with a new level six improv called Clever Improvisations. And uh, as huh. you, if you guys have listened to the episodes in the past, you might have noticed that Knack has the ability at level six to start spending an RP on things like adding uh, some stamina to to inspiring boost or causing Getum to affect an area instead of a single opponent. And what uh, Clever Improvisations does is for at least for one time before a rest period, I can reduce the cost of one of those uh, stamina or excuse me, one of those RP uh, using abilities by one. So improved get them with the with the ability with the area of effect ability. I can use that one time basically for free until the next rest period. So uh, gonna be able to to use some of that stuff a little more often without having to constantly be worrying about my RP consumption. Mm. Let's speed along. Continue on to um, Salarian Land. How about that? Take a trip down to Salarian Town. Rebecca, what about Alindra? All right, so I got a new Stellar Revelation, which is always very exciting. And for this one, Alindra spent spent some time in meditation, as Solarians are wont to do. And during this particular meditation session, she was reflecting on the use of supernova and how, how often it has served her to blow up in photon power and blow her enemies with fire damage. But that made her think, what would the mm. opposite of that be? And instead, she crushed her enemies from the inside and <laughs> used the powers of gravity. Oh boy. That's, so that's what she has learned to do. Um, so it's a it's a stellar revelation known as Crush. It's Graviton Attunement. The target has to succeed at a fortitude save or become staggered. And I can also spend an RP to stun them for a round. Um, so wow. staggered and stunned are, are pretty powerful conditions. So there are kind of some of the, I mean, if if I did it to U.S. players, some of the worst conditions you can have heaped on you in a turn. Yeah. Yes. 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 So, uh, so I'm pretty kind, excited kind of, to, uh, to see how this goes. I haven't been um, using graviton very much, but with this, it, it might come in handy. So it's a little little evil Jedi. I know. <laughs> crushing someone from afar. Yeah. Oh, I'm excited to see that come into play. And finally, let's talk last but not least. So we'll know a little bit more about Raimi. Miles, what did what did you get for our so, Technomancer? So Raimi has been kind of uh, focusing inward and, and trying to call upon his, his magics and has got a new magic hack mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, mm -hmm. called Flash Teleport uh, that he chose because uh, in, in the close quarter situation with the, the, the rebuilt... Uh, it got very, very uh, up close and personal, and it was very difficult for him to get away without provo provoking an attack of opportunity mm -hmm. and get himself into a better situation. So what Flash Teleport does is, as a move action, I can spend one resolve point to teleport up to 30 feet. 
Uh, so long as it's in my line of sight, I can move anywhere I want to, and it does not provoke an attack of opportunity. Yeah. Ooh, that's kind of useful. And a, a panic button, just smash it, and you're gone. Basically, uh, I can I can bamf out of there, and and as a result of being in this brand new uh, part of of the cosmos, he has opted to learn tongues as a spell. Oh. Yeah, well, kind of useful here, being on out in the vast. Uh, well, I, I imagine this is not times. the first place that we're going to that will be alien to us. So who, who knows? Yeah, yeah, dealing with this ancient people no one's seen before that would have been very useful in a, a few ventures. Mm-hmm. Awesome. So that is that's everyone at level eight. It's another one of those you know kind of midway levels, as it were, where you guys get some more class abilities and. Um, pretty fast level up i feel like because we're not all picking new feats and and things like that all right so how how about it do you guys want to take these level eight characters for a spin see how they do yes you know we do (laughs) where where did we leave off last week Uh, we just finished killing the fart monsters (laughs) yes these weird flying gas bags that were shooting some unnice things in your direction please patrick they're called fart monsters (laughs) <laughs> that is the uh, official Wait. AP designation for them as right. of now. I've been screen looking. <laughs> I don't I actually don't remember what they're called. So like your, your guys' fan casting of these monsters are, <laughs> are more official than what I can come up with at the moment. Excellent. Yes. Yeah, so we, we just fought the fart monsters and are about wow. to enter the building. I want to give it. I want to give them their time in the sun. They are a, a species called the Daln. Daln. D a e l n. That's what I, I said. Think... I said fart monster. Yeah. 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 Oh um, boy. Before we head inside, I'd like to take a ten minute rest and also ask Andis if if they wouldn't mind installing my new armor upgrade. Yeah, that's right. We got a we got a, a haste circuit not too long ago, and yeah. uh, nobody's really gotten that installed in their noggin yet so uh yeah absolutely i'll uh i'll get to working on that while you take a take a breather i will also take a breather dude uh who else wants to use rp besides alendra knack does knacking it up. uh i Ramey? suppose I'm, I'm gonna be busy for 10 minutes so i'll hold off okay uh Ramey, did you want to take one as well yes i did and memory serves edros did not take that much damage in our previous episode. No. <laughs> Sorry, Tyler. What happens when you get oh, stuck on a rock by yourself? Helped me. I, I didn't know that you needed a, a rest, Andis. You, I just pulled the name out of a hat. I, I mean, if, if you want the unit to be installed correctly, then it will have to be Andis. <laughs> okay. I do not think I can I do not think I can install that. Yeah, I do trust them to rewire it properly. That's true. My engineering is negative one. Well, that's <laughs> that's hard. It's both upside down and backwards. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. My engineering is pretty high, but I also need. Well, I'm done installing this slow circuit for you. <laughs> your arms move really, really fast now. Yeah. Just poured concrete into your armor. All right, so you guys rest up. We get that installed. Um, not not too much time has passed since setting out to what seems to be the Securitech building. You've cleared away a sign on the the inside of what looks like a little reception area in the building. It does say Securitech offices. Cool. Uh, Should we take a look around? Maybe do some perception checks? Yeah, because are, are, so are we? Is, is it like a like a waiting room that we're in? Yes, yeah, so you've already taken a look in this room. It's just completely overgrown with these fibrous kind of fungal filaments 
that uh, seem to be growing over everything. Uh, across the desks are these huge blooms of uh, grayish green mushrooms. Ooh. And everything, yeah, it just looks kind of broken down. Mm. Is it covering is it covering the door on the opposite wall? It is just like the the main door to get into this room that you opened last week. It is going to take a a strength check to try and open. There's one other door in this room leading to the north. Um, mm-hmm. Who wants to, to try and open that one? Can we do a general perception check first? We've already been caught by a trap one time <laughs> in this AP <laughs> trying to, yeah, to just murals? open a door. You can. I, I will tell you though that you don't notice anything save. The, the milky white spores just growing over everything. Nothing nothing seems to be usable or disturbed in any way besides that. It's gross. You guys think it might All be right, a good well. idea to activate our environmental protections before we start messing with spores? That is, I believe I we already have. Last week. Yeah, you, you determined last week that it is probably not great to be just <laughs> sucking these things down your lungs. Then, great. <laughs> Forgot about that. <laughs> it's okay. So who wants to try and open the door? I can assist to draw us. I will allow one person to assist. So uh, go ahead and roll that. And, and Tyler, do you want to roll the... Oh, no, he did not assist. <laughs> Tyler, this is I, was, you. I was I was about to say, I was like, well, maybe a draw us could assist Alindra for once. <laughs> nope. Nope. <laughs> nope. Good luck. Uh, okay, thanks. Uh, how about a 17 strength check? It's not going to do it. Yeah, so... This one's going to take you some time just doing that jerking thing where you, you get like a finger on the door and you're like mm-hmm. keep banging at it. And so it takes you a few minutes to, to get this one open. But when you do, it reveals a, a long hallway heading maybe 50 feet towards the east before turning north. And you see a couple sets of doors on the north side of this corridor and a few on the the south side let's head north yeah so which, which direction would you like to go you see these doors here hmm. and um we do we do we do Sorry, yeah man. do you want to just try each of these doors one at a time uh that sounds like a plan uh, best to stick together and see if we can go through one by one and hopefully uh if well if anything happens alindra could just set this hallway on fire yeah uh alindra my lower back hurts from that door why don't you try this one all right this is also stuck. Oh my gosh, you're kidding. <laughs> it's worse than the last one. All right. <laughs> Come on, lower back. I believe in you. Uh, 22. Hey, <laughs> Edros did this one. So yeah, um, not messing around like you were with the other door. You're just going to put your shoulder into it. And these these filaments of this fungus are trying to like you know hold it, glue it shut almost. And you can see they run all along the walls here. And it opens up into a pretty large chamber. Huge, maybe 2,500 square feet, you know, like the majority of a a basketball court. And it is nothing more than gray hillocks where once might have stood desks and chairs, now just covered in fungus. A couple of doors exit this room uh, into the, the hallway, and you see a small room to the west, up here to the northwest, and a couple of small cubbies, like a, a couple of small rooms along the eastern side. And, uh, so for the for the listener, this is very clearly like a bunch of cubicles with like some huddle rooms. <laughs> like, <laughs> like this is like the most office spacey of office spaces. Well, can I do a perception were... check to find an ancient TPS report? I'm going to need a red swing line. <laughs> they They were maybe at one point, but. Yeah, they're completely overgrown with the these filaments everywhere. So th- they're almost like mounds where once were 
or desks and things like that. Uh, so, so where do we want to go first? What do you want to do? Is there anything to investigate? Anything that's not covered in moss? Why don't you guys give me a perception check? Oh my gosh! Say natural one. <laughs> that's a uh, that's a twenty six for Nack. Twenty six. Yeah, baby. That's pretty high. Where where do you want to look around? Uh, hmm. So I am in sort of the uh of this kind of row of cubicles. I'm in the the southern row towards the 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 back. I'm assuming if it if it's anything like a twentieth century twenty uh, first century human office that the boss's office is going to be in the back uh, corner there uh, that we can't mm-hmm. see yet. But I kind of want to see if there's anything in there. Can I go in there and use that perception check? Go right ahead. Yeah, so yeah, you let's do walking this. into it, it seems, yeah, it's this area is even more overgrown with odd shaped fungus and, and mushrooms. A gross explosion of, of webs coat like every inch and kind of stretch back and forth between the walls. But as you're walking by, you do spy what seems like an open cabinet. And inside it, it, just through a crack, you can see that it seems to be undisturbed. And a shiny object reflects in the light of your comm unit. It will require you climbing up and, and moving inside this, this weird mold to uh, to get a better look. But do you want to get up inside that cabinet? Oh, uh, fortune favors the bold. Let's go for it. Hmm cracking it open you, it seems to be like an ancient kish version of a syringe and testing the compounds out maybe sampling the wares <laughs> a little bit it is a kish version of something that you know of in the pack worlds a serum of enhancements and this one is for scientists mm. serum of enhancement scientist which gives you some bonuses to skills you know that have to do with the science <laughs> I, I don't have the rules up in front of me, but it's, it does basically what it says. This vial of performance enhancing serum unlocks or enhances aspects of your body and mind. They last one hour. The serum of the scientist, the creature gains a plus two insight bonus to computers, engineering, and physical science checks and can attempt checks with all three skills untrained. If and you that lasts for don't, an hour. If you don't have uh, glasses on when you inject this into your arm, you suddenly they, they appear on your, your nose <laughs> and they're also really I, I, I do have Very one nice. clarification. You said physical science, so that's physical science not mm-hmm. life science? Correct. Two different sciences. Okay. Uh, just didn't, you know, maybe it affected both. So <laughs> not serum of enhancement doctor. <laughs> so I so who has the, the highest uh, physical science uh, score right now? For physical science? Yeah. I'm just wondering if, uh, well, we can pass it pretty quickly if we need to. Just trying to think of. I, I only have plus four. Yeah, you'll, you'll probably not need this in a combat situation, but. Yeah. Good, yeah. good call. Yeah, let's call. just add it to the loot table and talk about it later. Yeah, physical science is 18. Let's go ahead and, and explore these other two cubbies over here. Why don't you guys give me another perception check if you if you want to check out over here what we see. No idea. Yes! So that is a... Uh, Patrick, I did a... I got a 28. Uh, Nat got a 33. Uh, uh, in your I, face, I'll, I I'll, <laughs> I'll look at this one. <laughs> Nat, you stay out of here. I'd stand in the doorway. i say, Nat, you can't come in here. This is my room. So there are a couple of desks, and one of you goes to the right one, and one of you goes to the, the left incorrect one. <laughs> and on, on this, you find a space on top of the desk that is completely clear of the mold. And in this very small circle... 
uh, you see the the original material of the desk underneath and what looks like a, a small ring it seems like whatever this ring was made from maybe was in inedible or some kind of incompatibility along with the the, the mold and looking it over it is a magical ring <gasps> and it is a magical ring of resistance mark II. So I know, know some of you guys already have a, a ring of resistance. You can replace your your level one if you want to, to use this with a, a level two and it gives you, I believe, a, a little better bonus to that lowest stat mm-hmm. memory serves. Plus two. Indeed, a plus two. Mark two plus two. Got it. <laughs> so, and Adros cannot use that at all. So it should go to somebody somebody else. Well, I could replace my mark one with it, but... But there again, we can talk about it later. Okay. Nah, we should talk. We should figure it out now. It, this could um, affect saves in combat. So yeah, That's yeah. Fair. So uh, let's. It, anybody who wants it, roll a d twenty real quick. Oh, uh, Sounds good to me. Roll off. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Ramy, <laughs> get it. <laughs> Ramy, you get a shiny new ring. The mold won't even grow on under nothing. I toss him <laughs> <in> the ring. <laughs> Mind you, this is a, a magic item, so um, right. You can only have a couple on at a time. Miles would know you got the resilient jacket. Is there any other magic items you you, you wear? The ring of whispers, but I can chuck that. Yeah, well, that you can if you do want to use it in the future. You know, just replace your ring. Um, yeah, you, I'm, you can I'm put not it married the, to that one. Yeah, you put it in the null space chamber for now, and it won't. It sh- I don't believe it will mess up your your other magic devices, but yeah, you can also just throw it away and like make a new one for for uh, a few UPBs. Miles, that was a solid ring joke, by the way. Just gotta say, <laughs> thank you. So doors leading to the east and another one leading down to the south, back to that corridor. Where would you like to go? Should we go east just to see yeah. what that is, and then maybe head south? I'm kind of hoping that's just a hallway that leads around, but. It will be another strength check to open up that door. Can I try it, Joss? I guess be be my guest. My lower back's still bothering me. Okay, hopefully it's not a two or a three this time. That's an 18. Not enough. Yeah, so <laughs> if someone else wants to try, it's going to be a little while to pry this one open. Hey, Joss, can you come help me with this door? <laughs> <laughs> oh. He, he, he kind of hobbles over. <laughs> he's, got his, he's got his arm on his lower back. <laughs> yeah, get to it, workhorse. <laughs> But you're back into it. Oh. Uh, he doesn't do his lower back hurts him too much. He doesn't do any better. All right, spending a few minutes cracking this one open, it just opens into the corridor <laughs> that, oh. Uh, oh. that continues. I, I'm, I'm so glad. I'm so glad we didn't just take the hallway around and hurt <laughs> oh, my back on this door. <laughs> so, I'm so happy. Yeah, well, when that's an exit for some sort of random beastie we find, you, you just thank Alindra for insisting that we open that one. <laughs> Um, right, so where would you guys like to go from here? Uh, there was a there there's a set of doors off to the south that I'm sort of curious about as well. Do you mind sure. if we go and check that out? I need I need yeah. There's two doors uh, facing the south side of the building uh, from this corridor. I need a couple of strength checks. If okay, you guys let's try this again. Try it out. Oh, oh my no. gosh, this is terrible. Oh yes, 14. my mold is is stopping you all. It's thwarting <laughs> you from exploring this place. <laughs> Candace will try. (laughs) A 21. (laughs) Battering the door in. (laughs) Just, just, you gotta turn the knob, guys. (laughs) Open the door. So it opens up into another 25 foot 
by 20 foot square chamber, what looks like the remains of a large table and chairs in the middle of it, all of it destroyed, all of it eaten away by by the mold. And you can see at the, the southern end, you can't really tell from outside because it, it was just completely covered in the fungus. Uh, what looks like windows, but these are, are for sure, like everything else, co- coated in the fungus. Uh, I'm sorry you guys have yet to found the secret untouched corner of this building <laughs> where I don't describe gross mushrooms, oh. but hey, this one is too. If Super Mario Bros. Yeah. taught me anything, it's trust the fungus. Mm, yes, good, good rules to plan your movie by and live your life by. <laughs> <laughs> Do we want to just take a quick look around and move on? Yeah. Yeah, nothing nothing here. Oh, sorry. So, oh. It's okay. I can I can tell you without even rolling, you find mushrooms, lichen, moss, a lot of a lot of very gross and edible stuff. You put just that, it in the spores as you walk out. You put that in a in a in a pot with a ham bone though. <laughs> <laughs> or, all right, yeah, stupid. Alindra, I I love probability. I believe in you with this one. I'm I'm gonna help you out. I'm gonna put my weapon against the door, and then you hit right right here, right next to where the handle should be, and we'll get this one together. Okay. She's gonna snap this weapon yeah. in half. I'm I'm gonna roll to assist. I do not assist. <laughs> I roll the two. There's a, there's a lot of bad rolls on these strength checks to start the episode out. I like it. Yeah, he's just like awkwardly trying to like poke. <laughs> Right. Uh, Andes, get over here. So, Neck uh, wants to try to, to see if he can get this door open. Just, you know, just to see. This is yeah, a, a CR 12 door, so you guys yeah. you guys are failing at the appropriate rate for door opening. So, oh, Raimi, Raimi spits oh, his palms and tries to... Okay. Go ahead and roll that for me, Raimi. This is fun. I like this game. Oh, no. <laughs> no. no. No one's rolled above a twelve for this door. <laughs> it's a t- it's a rough door. I've what already marked down that you guys have spent five minutes opening this door <laughs> and failing to. Uh, yeah, we gotta we gotta oh, cut. Tyler. We're gonna have to cut some of that out. But oh, sorry. Your poop mouth. <laughs> you had a big old poop mouth. <laughs> so you find once you crack this door open, minutes later, not a lot going on in here. It's the same thing. There's a conference room table it looks like uh just completely dilapidated chairs and a fairly pristine but moss and fungus covered glass plate window can we just break the window for fun just to (laughs) stupid doors i don't tell you what to do in this game drew you can do whatever you want you can you can shoot andis in the back of the head if that's that's what does it for you i'm gonna save my ammo from andis and the door Alrighty. Wait until you can line up a shot. <laughs> <laughs> Last door in the corridor here. Go ahead and, and make me some strength checks. Let's see how long the circuits can go on for. <laughs> I'll, 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 I'll go ahead and try first, I guess. Uh, yeah, nope. That yeah, is a 16. 16. Hey! hey! Ramey's got it. <laughs> a natural 20 on Ramey Quindar. Yeah, you... <laughs> Just, he, just, he just goes up and, and bops it with the fawns. Yeah. It yeah it's just turned the, it's, it's just just the, the knob, right? <laughs> and it, yeah, it just creaks open. Like, I'm glad I wasted a natural 20 on, on opening a yeah, I mean, door. <laughs> <laughs> at this point, if you are keeping score at home, everyone is open a door except Nack. This is awkward. Oh, Failing. I, 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 and you can't reach the handle. Or can't reach the knob. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. 
So entering and into keep my serum of intelligence uh, for scientist or whatever it was to myself. Then thanks. <laughs> entering into this next chamber. What? Why don't we start things off by everyone making me a perception check? Tell you what you see. A lot of good rolls here. It's a twenty-seven for Nick. Yeah, twenty-five for Alindra. Twenty-eight for Andis. Yeah, pretty pretty great across the board. So taking. A look around, walking inside the room, you see three tables, mold overtaking almost all three of them. The filaments of the fungi here seem to be blowing slightly in a breeze. There's no wind blowing through this chamber. They're just kind of moving on their own. Well, one table, the, the one closest to you, Andis, you seem to just maybe gravitate to, to gravitate towards it. It has a few square feet in a wide circle where you can see the material of the table free from these spores and in this patch sits what looks like a large square hunk of metal plastic and crystalline material sketched with alien runes and, and circuitry hmm. and uh yeah you can you can see just along its its sides it's kind of marked up uh and, can i can i pick it up and sort of examine it oh no, oh no you can you can, but when you do, as you inspect it, it erupts with a huge discharge of electricity, frying with the force of a lightning bolt. Everything that touches it, I need you to make me a reflex save. And just watch your step. Is that plus two? Plus two. Mm-mm. Hooray. Uh, 17. Oh my goodness. What? Rolled a three on the dice and he had such a huge bonus. The 17 is not going to do it. Okay, we're in we're in the danger zone here with electricity. What you do not want to play with, kids at home listening, very dangerous. I'm going to prove to you how dangerous right now. This is the full damage for this arc of electricity. Rolling eight dice. Oh, Lord. Ooh, geez, Louise. So a couple of max on these D12 and a couple of small ones, but it's 55 points of electricity damage. This seems Good thing unnecessary. Andis. Good thing Andis has DR50 for right. electric damage, I'm sure. 55 points of damage. How are, how, how's Andis doing? Not great, Patrick. Are you still up? Not great. Still up. Oh, boy. But yeah. everyone else in the room sees you take, yeah, basically a fork to an electrical socket right now. Something you should not do at home. <laughs> and uh, you're, you're still up, but you what, what do you do with the device? Put it back down. <laughs> oh, no. See, if this was a draw, he would lick it next. So. <laughs> I put it back down and then think about it. <laughs> <laughs> for a little while. Uh, think about it or your actions. <laughs> a, a little bit of everything. Yeah. I mean, obviously, a dross would come over. And Can I make an engineering check? <laughs> yeah. So go, go ahead and give me give me one. Okay. I'm going to do that. 23. So just to make you feel better, that would not have been enough to disarm this trap, uh, mm-hmm. even if you had kind of taken taken a, a good look and figured out what it was. This is some kind of magical and technological combination, a hybrid power source trap. And it seems like as you take a look at it, it, it was humming with a, a kind of energy and, uh, you know, slightly glowing a little purple sheen to it. It, it might have been, you know, just storing ambient energy in the air around it for you know, however long it's been sitting on this table and needed needed a release as soon as something came in contact with it, just jolted out. Well, happy to help. But and I take it and I throw it into the office across the hall. <laughs> and I say, you live over there now. 
Get out of here. No you stupid box. I hate you. No one hate likes this you. box. Modified power source crap. CRA. Is, is, is there any way we could, we could, is it just a trap or is there anything to it that we could adapt into something else? Like maybe a power source for Andis's new gun or anything like that? No, it, it, it looks like this was some kind of experiment maybe from, from many, many years ago. Uh, it seems like that. some sort of an, an excuse to drain players of RP. <laughs> All it's, right. almost, All right. it's almost like the rooms are filled with things trying to kill you. Yeah, no, there's, I mean, parts. You can break it down for parts. While you are throwing it in this, you notice that there are a number of mundane, non-dangerous pieces of uh security equipment all around this desk now that you've moved the the trap out of the way i sweep them onto the floor and i lay down and i take a five minute or ten minute rest <laughs> uh why don't you give me an engineering check while you do that as well i will i'll, I'll like lay down and then like just sort of pick them up idly and kind of <laughs> look at them while i just like take a little breather um there's a door to the south do you guys want to try and uh oh 24 24 try and, and open that wall and this is taking a breather sure yeah alundra and i yeah good idea strength checks. actually strength checks what'd you get alundra 17 nope but adros has got it what'd you get tyler adros rolled a 20 that's all we needed <laughs> uh 20 on the dice so yeah it doesn't take that long you're able to force it open yeah you're not able <laughs> and maybe it is because you were shocked <laughs> just a moment ago. You're not able to figure out what these pieces are. They do seem to fit together in some way. Does anybody else that have engineering want to take a look at what Andis has found? Sure. Uh, Remy would. Can engineering I check. Can I assist in that check? Uh, yeah, go right ahead. <clears throat> mm. So, assisted. Knack, you take a, a couple of the pieces and maybe like a jigsaw puzzle between the three of you. You can tell that if you spent some time uh, assembling them, that this would work like a motion detector. Take, you know, about an hour to to place all the pieces together, but assembling it, it would work like from the core rulebook, a motion detector, which is a technological piece of equipment, pretty expensive. And it, it works just like the one from Aliens, basically. <laughs> <laughs> it's a handheld scanner capable of detecting and sweeping arcs of, you know, kinetic movement, such as locomotion of creatures and vehicles. And the, the detectors have blind sense vibration out to 30 feet. And it just takes a move action each round to use the sensor. Why does, it seem, are. why does it seem like this is going to be really convenient if we have it right now? Maybe we should put this thing together. Oh, I'll, I'll tell you why. Because 90% of the time, maybe 99%, just to be safe, your enemies move in some way. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So but, I was uh, going to ask, I've never seen aliens, so I apologize, but um, can it see through walls? Like, is it like Metal Gear Solid where you can see like something moving beyond the wall? I, I'm not sure about through thick walls, but if it is um, vibrating the walls, you'd be able to tell that, you know, something is moving out there, perhaps. Yeah, it's like sonar. Um, it is. Yeah, there are some creatures that have, I think, blind sense vibration. So it basically works, um, you know, if you were in pitch blackness or say for example something was invisible you'd be able to detect movement gotcha okay. yeah, the, the one in aliens works through walls but we gotta figure that out for this one this one does it it only it can detect sweeping kinetic moves 
So it can only it would my that tells me like obviously it it wouldn't be able to detect something through the wall because it wouldn't actually see that movement. It would just see the wall. But it would be so super I, convenient if we had somebody that did not have dark vision that needed to see something in pitch black. Yeah, maybe I should carry that mm-hmm. around, huh? <laughs> well, I don't think we're gonna spend the hour to put it together. So, no. well, it's up to you. Do you guys want to spend an hour? I mean, what what is our time frame for getting back to Hoifek right now? Um, you have spent about an hour of what Tizale, Curate Tizale, said would probably be a four-hour um, time frame. So. No, we can't afford yeah. an hour. Let's move on. Okay, so you've opened up this door to the south. Are you guys headed on in? Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Nearly every corner of this pitch-black room is coated in a thick carpet of mold. You see thousands of these five-inch-long filaments moving in a non-existent breeze here. Almost like the room itself is a giant set of lungs just sucking you inside. Two massive towers of crystalline and metal, this ancient Kish technology, stand in the middle of the room, one to the north and one to the south. You see a couple of what looks like computer terminals sticking out of the fungus from these towers. As you look over these massive objects, they do seem to be some kind of maybe Kish computers or data storage sites, almost like a computer server. And as you can certainly determine, uh, it's something along those lines. So this might be what you are indeed searching for. You Mm -hmm. see multiple devices networked together. The northern one, you can tell, seems to match the address that you're seeking with the the data pad transmissions about secure tech but the southern one doesn't seem to be linked to the outside at all it's it's kind of like cut off no wires going into it both are unpowered so tapping on the screens does nothing but you think you might be able to plug in a battery a battery from a a gun or some other technological device and kind of give them power what about Uh, that trap could i hook that trap up to it somehow the trap has been expelled, so all the, the energy in there, just about every bit, went into you. I, I have a question, Patrick. Mm-hmm. I have supercharged weapon. Would that be able? Would I be able to use that to help supercharge the the terminals to life? Unfortunately, you... not supercharge. If you had, okay. I think there's a, a technomancer spell there, that yeah, there you is. to power a battery. It would for for a certain amount of time, but. Otherwise, this is going to be an engineering skills feat to match up Pact World's tech with this ancient Kish technology, and it's going to require an engineering skill check. Is that something you guys want to work on? Uh, I, I can. I assume Anis and Nat probably could, too. Yeah, so, after my 10-minute break, I, I get up and I come and help. Right. Anis goes back done. and takes a nap. <laughs> <laughs> what, did, what did you roll, Miles? A natural 20, so a 35. <laughs> Think, think you've got it. Uh, does, but, does that need any assistance at all? Yeah, no. You can, you can look over your shoulder. Maybe learn a thing or two. <laughs> <laughs> so you can plug in. Uh, do you have an extra battery? So Alindra would like to pipe up and say that you can use the battery from her sonic pistol. She's not using it. So cool. It, it actually looks as you plug in to it a lower power battery it might not be enough to to juice the entire terminal this will require a high capacity or better battery can we can we hook two lower capacity batteries to it that is not how batteries work uh, um <laughs> i don't think can you put Edris, two triple a's Edros. and a double a <laughs> yeah true can you? i mean honestly though you can plug in more batteries to a thing you just hook the wires together and work yeah 
Yeah, the I mean the the size of the battery just tells you how much charge it holds. I mean, like if you want more voltage, you put them in in sequence, not like that's, that's in like, series. That's like some I things mean, like, can work on. Yeah. T- they, they can only work. They only need two AA batteries to work, but you can add two extra AA batteries to give it more stuff. I mean, that's that's a thing. Oh, are, are you guys arguing with me <laughs> with with how the uh, as, this as, works as because? You can plug in that uh, 20 charge battery and it charges about half of the machine, which means none of it works still because it's all relayed in sequence. All these different kind of computer interfaces. Does anyone have a bigger battery? All right, um, fine. All right. You can have one of mine. Uh, so if you are working on this project, you are going to the orange square of John on the map. Okay. Okay. Well, that seems uh, telling about some things. So this won't take a, a regular battery, a 20 charge battery. It If you plug it in, it, it starts draining down from like, you know, 90, 80. It's like doing it by seconds. So it will require a high capacity battery, something with 40 charges or more. All right. I think we've determined that uh, I'm the only one with spares of the, the high capacity ones. So mm. I use one of my two spares for that. Oh, boy. Ugh. Choosing, choosing this over shooting people. Well, it's not much of a choice. We have to do this, or else somebody has to walk off the side of the side of this island. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, you guys can make more batteries in the future for sure. But right now, these these batteries. What do you got? Two left. I have one left. I have one and a half left. They're life. I, yeah, I, I I took like a half spent one out of my uh, out of my plasma rifle and replaced that with like a normal battery. So. Mm. So I'm like trying to like, like like coalesce a little or kind of not coalesce. I'm trying to like consolidate my charge a little bit. And so I've got one and a half batteries left. (laughs) So it doesn't take up the entire battery because when you plug in this high capacity, it seems like it's, you know, depleting a lot slower than the low one. So each charge of of this battery seems like it's going to power the server for a full minute each so you you have time now. Which server would you like? There's one that is interconnected and seems to be going out into like the rest of the building, perhaps other places in the island. When this um, on Istamek, when this was connected, this this floating island. There's another one to the south that is not connected at all. You want to? Uh, so the the message that we listened to said that the uh, the keys were stored on the one that was not networked. Ooh, like those active listening skills in my games. I mean, the, the good yeah. stuff is always like the secure stuff is always on the stuff that's not networked to stuff. So yeah, I'd agree. So I think, yeah. So yeah, we'll look at the the not networked one. The non-networked one. So you can plug it in, and the computer screen does indeed light up. It's you know you have to wash away some of the the fungus, but uh, you know playing around with the operating system, it seems to work like a tier three computer, but it is a locked system. So we're going to need a computer check from one of you and all you right. all can, um, a couple of people can assist if that's something you'd like to do. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. You want a couple of people to assist on this. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'll okay. go ahead and roll computers at 29. Okay. Well, <laughs> I can tell you we don't need too much assistance. Yes. <laughs> uh, technological maestro that Remy is, you're able to hack into it. Actually, I, I will. I'll allow you to assist because you guys can help him do it faster. 
pointing yeah. out, you know, different modules to connect to, and we are able to boost. Oh, yeah, Geek Squad! Best buy in the house! <laughs> oh, gosh, we rolled a lot of high 20s numbers. Chipper, <laughs> uh, you rolled a 3, but... <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but I got a 26. <laughs> so you, you are able to aid, which means you're able to beat the DC for for this by uh, five, uh, which means that you cut down the the time it takes from three rounds to enter into it into just a single round. So nice. I don't think this battery is going to be used up that much. Now that you are in the system, it does seem like that you can find areas where passwords are kept and you're able to find the XLT-88 lock behind a firewall. So there's going to be another computer's check. Once again, a, a couple of you can aid who wants to make that roll. And do you want to do it this time? Yeah, let me let me, let me try that because I can avoid getting locked out if if I fail this. Okay, here we go. That's a 33. All right, once again, beating it by five here. Yes. Uh, you can tell that, yeah, this was behind a firewall, but also behind a couple of nasty lockout measures and a shock rid. <laughs> after a couple of fails, we've given you another little shocking surprise. Able to to bypass it if, if you'd like. You can spend time doing an engineering check if you want, but peering inside the computer, it seems that the code, the key code, is a very complex numeric code that needs to be entered on two pads and entered at the same time. Extracting this code from the computer, it looks like you have reset a timer on this machine, and the code is only going to work for the next 24 hours. Expires after, in this world, what would be like three days. Well, that works with our time frame anyway. <laughs> yeah, that seems reasonable. Yeah. So you have wasted a charge from your battery. Oh, no. Because so, you, you are able to hack into there in less than a minute. Just, you know, enter the matrix style. Boop, 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 boop. So I, I, I have a question for, for, the, for the crew here. We only wasted a charge off this battery. We've got this networked computer that we could also potentially hack into. Do we want to push our luck and see if maybe we can get something turned on or power restored or anything like that? Or do we just want to go? I, I mean, I, I leave that up to the Geek Squad. I, I have no idea what you could find in there that may be useful. Uh, I, I'm just here to hit any moss that tries to kill you. I feel, I'm no I computer fan, but a networked computer sounds like it could alert people to our presence that we may not want alerted. The entire island knows we're here. I mean, alert who? There's, it's, it's not like anybody is, is paying I mean, attention to these We're trying to sneak systems. into the foundry, are we not? Yeah, but the, it, it's not. But these are a Stone Age people at this point. They, they, they. It's not like they're looking at computer screens. Um, okay, you know better than I do. Do what you want. I don't know, Andes Remy. What do you guys think? I'm happy just getting out of here. The notion <laughs> of a shock grid doesn't sound like a ton of fun to me. Bingo, bingo. <laughs> let's roll. <laughs> let's get, let's get the the heck out of here. Right. So you, you guys want to head on out? Oh yes. boy, as you're leaving. Oh, no, no, no one leaves the room. As you're leaving, you see the fine filaments of fungi ripple as if they're caught in a gale force wind, vibrating excitingly. The ground begins to convulse and rise up before you to a mass of these thick tendrils of the fungi all tied together in a viscous webbing and taking the form of a massive amorphous blob. Mm. We are in combat. Ew. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, don't make that sound when your creature <laughs> arrives on the screen. So is it is it like it's blocking the doorway? You said. 
yeah, you guys all crowded right into it. It forms up. Actually, it's going to form up kind of right underneath you because it's like Nick, Melendra, and Andis are all right there at the door. Uh, of course it up. is. Of course. I forgot. I forgot to roll for initiative at the beginning of the, the game. So let's go ahead and do that now. Initiative time. We are in combat and this thing is forming up and you guys can see it as it is forming underneath you. I haven't rolled initiative for it yet. But I'm going to do that right now in front of you. I got plus four to its initiative modifier. Let's see what comes up on the D20. Very low roll. <laughs> roll the two. Man, can we just leave? Let's run away. Yeah, moving moving through this thing, it's going to be a little dangerous. We're in Can combat. I see the next room? <laughs> it, it's kind of blocking the door. Yeah, it's it's rising up underneath Alindra, Andis, and Knack. But first in turn order is a Dross for Honest. So, does this thing look like it's consuming them? I'm 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 thinking back to uh, I'm I'm thinking in the terms of uh, of like what are they called jellies? Mm-hmm, Not mm-hmm. oozes. You know, where, where they just kind of consume an entire creature and then they're suspended within that creature. Is that what's kind of happening here? Or is it just kind of forming around them separately? No, it looks like a single huge mass made out of thousands of these little filaments. Um, and it's just, yeah, it's rising up and it is kind of, you know, they're bathing in this <laughs> material now, this fungus. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm try- I'm, I guess I'm trying to figure out whether I should try to attack it or whether I should try and help people escape from it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right now, it doesn't seem like they are getting hurt. Uh, it just is kind of like forming up over their feet. Okay, well, intelligence of eight, he's going to hit it because that's all he knows how to do. <laughs> well, uh, it, it depends. Do you have anything in life science? Do I have anything in life science? He's, he's, no, I do not. Right. Hit away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so he just immediately sees something threatening his friends and... He's like, oh, no, you don't, and goes in there for a big hit. Excellent. What what kind of weapon are we using? We're going to stick with the Plasma Doshko, which I don't have that many more swings on it, actually. Speaking of batteries, if we have been recently. You can roll that <laughs> for for the purposes of our critical fail deck if it comes up. But I'll tell you right now, you swing through this thing. It doesn't seem to have any effect on this creature. Go ahead and make the, that attack roll. Okay. Natural tw- uh, is that a natural 20? No. no. <laughs> oh, dang it. I was so excited for a second. 17, huh? My heart skipped. It doesn't do anything, though. I know, but I still get excited. <laughs> Shut up. It was a natural reaction. Shut up. <laughs> All right, not a natural failure. That, though, yeah, the, the swing doesn't seem to do a darn thing, bringing us next in the turn order to Knackfeldspar. Uh, You're getting consumed by this. This fungus. I don't have much in life science, but can I roll it anyway? Yeah, you can. You can try. You've got some skill ranks. Yeah. So fourteen. Yeah, you're not not sure exactly what this is. It does seem. It seems like a plant. You can tell that maybe. It seems like a fungus, but don't know too much about it. What would you like to do next? Uh, so it's kind of around my feet and, and absorbing. I'm afraid to move off of it, but can I take a guarded step? Yeah, so five foot backwards away from, it's it's about a, a 10 by 10 foot square. So you've moved, and what would you like to do now? Sorry, cats and kittens, I'm going to move again. Oh, okay, <laughs> so you're, you're moving further away from this thing. It doesn't seem to have any kind of reach to speak of, and the filaments don't seem rightly to care that you move. That is your full turn action, bringing us to Andis 147. All right, I would like to try to make a life science check. 
Ooh, yeah. Here we go. Smarty pants coming up. Uh, 24. Alrighty. So you are able to tell. Yes, this is a plant. This is some kind of mass of these fungal filaments. Out of game terms, I can tell you this monster is called a writher swarm. And it is indeed a swarm. A collection of like thousands of little independent creatures kind of using a hive mind. Uh, you have beaten the, the DC just by just once you, you've beaten it. So do you have a, a question about this creature? Something I can answer for you? Well, I have a more specific question about swarm traits. Oh yeah, I can tell you all about swarm traits. So okay. swarm de- defenses, if something targets a single creature, like single target spells or a sword swipe, it does nothing to a a swarm. It takes no damage. Immune to mm. those attacks. A swarm, though, does take half, again, as much damage from effects that affect all targets in an area, like grenades, uh, blasts, or exploding weapons and evocation spells, many of them. It also takes normal damage from an attack that targets multiple targets, like a fully automatic rifle or... A line attack weapon. That's what I was waiting on. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Got it. Yeah, I'm going to... Gosh. Lindra and Adras are in just the worst places. (laughs) I'm sorry. You can still find out one piece of information if you'd like about the the swarm. I don't know, guys. What do you want to know? Um, Is it weak to anything in particular? Like a a particular element or, or anything like that? Patrick, is it weak to anything? No weaknesses listed for this entry. No. You know, that is technically kind of weak against those area of attack spells and yeah. uh, Just grenades swarm and things traits. like that. But. Okay. Then I'm going to move out of the swarm. All right. And I'm going to try to shoot, try to describe this for the listeners, sort of like through this way. So I'm not hitting Alindra or Edris. Like, is that a thing I can do? What kind of weapon are you using? I am going to use my... I'm going to use my plasma rifle. Oh, okay. I, I thought you said you took the battery out of the plasma rifle. Uh, I put a, I put a smaller battery in that, so that one has uh, 20 oh. charges right now. You got your high capacity. Got it. So that is fired from the, the corner of your square. You can you can hit from... Yeah, I see. I can, I can sort of cut through like that. We'll, we'll hit this. Uh, okay. We'll hit multiple bits of this thing. So go ahead okay. and make that attack. Will. Okay. So this is going to be minus two to hit mm. because this is this this is just like set up as a tracking shot. And um, okay, yeah. Here we go. Rolling like a very good roll boy today. Uh, <laughs> that's a, a fourteen to hit. It's not going to be enough, unfortunately. That's going to be a miss. Uh, Remy Quindar, we are on to you. Okay, um, so you said uh, weapons that have kind of like multiple parts to it. If it will. can hit multiple creatures, then it can. Uh, it does like half damage to a swarm. Um, okay. So automatic fire, line weapons, things like that. Okay. Uh, oh wait, I'm sorry. No, it takes normal damage from those. Right. Not half damage. I guess. I guess the the, the question that has for something like costing conversion, which is shooting various nanites. Unfortunately, caustic conversion is a, a single target attack when it will okay. not affect these things. Alright, well then I will use my uh, my X-Gen uh, automatic rifle. 
Okay, so doing so, you fire a spray of bullets, and Edros and Alindra are in front of you. Like that's oh, okay. They're not important. A cone. <laughs> Yeah, we're we're in tight and, quarters and he, here, so you were wondering why I was making you out to be a betrayer in the beginning well, of the you know. Self-fulfilling <laughs> <laughs> so, prophecy. What uh, is it, Ross's weakness? Bullets. That's it. Uh, yeah, with those two right there, there's not a whole lot I can do right now. You can um, hold your action to see what they they do. Yeah. I'm going to hold my action. Okay, so you want to wait until they both go? Yeah. Again? So that's going to drop you out of this turn. Is there anything you'd like to do before the, the end of the turn? No. And that takes us on to the creature. It is, like I said, this just writhing mass of these fungal particles. It moves closer and gets to both Edros and Alindra and starts just enveloping you both. Each of you, it, it climbs up your legs, the, these thick rivulets of fungus up your backside. Gonna do a swarm attack against you, and you're both gonna take a little bit of damage. <laughs> gross, gross, icky, icky. Alrighty, so for Alindra, this is going to be 21 points of damage, and for Edros, 22. <laughs> We're pretty, pretty darn close on both of these. I'm glad I rolled them twice and differently. I need both of you this is where things get ugly this is where things get very ugly yeah uh yes 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 it does lindra and edros i need both of you guys to go ahead and make me a fortitude save though so 22 for lindra pretty good and a 20 for edros oh you guys are both fine you feel these things yeah uh getting underneath your armor um, you feel your stomach start to turn, but you're able to hold down all those cookies because <laughs> it's kind of grossing you out. But uh, 22 and a 20 is going to save here just for just for fun. Why not go ahead and make me a second fortitude save? That's right. Not one, but two. 24. Mm. I rolled a 12. That's right. not good. Just going to write some notes down here. That's... <sighs> That's basically this thing's turn. Don't read anything into making two fortitude saves in a turn. And we're on to a lender ballast. All right, so I am going to use Blazing Orbit as I move and light this thing on fire. So I'm going to walk all over it so there's fire all over it. You're going to walk all over my monster after <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah, it, it's not a carpet. <laughs> it's, you, you're, you're moving through like a sea of fungus and leaving, leaving your little uh, Sonic the Hedgehog flame trail behind you. Yeah, but your monster attacked me, so I'm going to leave as much fire as I can. So I'm going to end up outside of the carpet of moss, I believe. Right, so you're going to move away, leaving the, the, the fire behind you in, in its squares. Yes, and since my solar weapon will do no good whatsoever, um, I actually have another rules question. I apologize. Mm-hmm. Um, does this count as a single target or no? For what purposes? For crush. Can I crush them all together using gravity? Uh, it does target a single person, so I would say you could not. Well, that's why I ask, is this whole thing a target or is it like... No, the swarm no. acts like, indeed, thousands of, of little things. So, unfortunately, okay. no, no new level 8 stuff there. But if it's... If it moves through or stays in in the blazing orbit, it is going to take damage. Is there anything else you want to do on your turn, standard action-wise? Um, no. But I'm photon attuned. Photon. Okay. All right, so that is turn one against this thing. Uh, I, 
I haven't written down any damage yet, which is disturbing to me, guys. Edros Ferranus, we're back to you. You're still in this thing. All right, well, I mean, Edros doesn't really know what to do. I think he's just going to try and just run away from the thing first off. All right. Well, that's a that's a good start. Uh, you, um, you have Andis, who's able to provide you with some information on, on this thing. So, do you have any, yeah. anything that can hurt it? Yes, I do. I do have a machine gun with the automatic firing capability. Oh. But this thing is in a really awful place, because I don't really know where to stand in the room that's gonna... where the cone... So you can stand right by Raimi. It's about 10 feet to the south of this creature. And yeah. if you if you both want to just light it up on your next turn, you can. And, okay. uh, and do your, your cones and each get a, a piece of the creature. So I, can, uh, so I can't move out of this and then also pull the machine gun as uh, part of the move action and then turn around and fire? No, unfortunately, it is a full attack to do automatic fire, but you can stand where you are and do it. Are you just dropping your Doshko? It's not going to do anything. Yeah, it's not going to It's not gonna do anything, so... Doshko on the uh, ground. I'll, I'll wing it over into the far corner. It goes past Knack. Okay, and... Uh, you make a, uh, when you do automatic fire on the weapon, how is that different from making a, an attack roll? Is it any different at all? Yeah, so when you do automatic fire, you, you get to pick a cone, and you attack everything that's in that cone. So uh, for, for the swarm, you are going to just still make a single attack, I believe, against the, the creature. So that is against Casey? Yes, these are all just bullets, so it's just literally tons of bullets ripping through the, the creature. Okay, go right ahead. All right, and that's a 18. 18 is going to be a, ooh, a miss, right? You're, you're lighting up 18. the ground, the wall behind it. Uh, not, a, not a good look. <laughs> Just expending that ammo clip. But uh, holding his ammo back, Rainy Quindar, you're up next. All right. So I was kind of hoping both Alindra and Edris would move back a little bit further. Um, <laughs> my AoE is a 20-foot attack. Mm, yeah. So, so you technically... Oh, no. You're, I can hit, hit it here, and it wouldn't oh, hit Alindra, but it would hit Edris. Yeah. Ooh, boy. That's fine. Oh, how are you with fire, Pedras? I'm okay with fire. <laughs> Right. <laughs> Me and Fire, we're pretty, we're pretty tight. So, we go back a ways. I'm gonna, I'm gonna use explosive blast right to the corner of this room. Ooh, we're right where it draws through his Doshko. That Doshko's getting messed up. <laughs> Alrighty, yeah. So this is, is this the first time you've used? It's the first time I've used explosive uh, blast. All right, so uh, you're throwing out a, a massive shockwave, an explosion of fire and, and bludgeoning flames. Go ahead and roll that damage and I get a reflex save. Reflex save should be the same as so 19, I think. Uh, I have rolled a 7 on the dice. This thing's reflex is pretty good, though, unfortunately. You see, as soon as the blast is coming for this creature, about half of it kind of seizes up and forms like a barrier wall. The other half ducks behind it. So it has succeeded in the the reflex, just barely succeeded that reflex save. So what is the damage? 37. So it's half of that. Half of 37. Let's do some math, guys. Let's buckle down. Is that uh, 18? All right, so it's taken half of that, but because you're using that uh, area of attack weapon is actually going to do one and a half that, so uh, 27 points. Right? Oh, nice. 
Am I doing that math right? Twenty-seven. Twenty-seven. Uh, and the first damage has been put on the Rider Swarm, hey. taking us to Nagfield's bar. Okay, so I I have some questions about something I've never done before and will probably mm-hmm. not work out. I've had a shock grenade in my inventory for a <laughs> while. Oh, I know. I just saw one of those too. Oh, it's <laughs> it's time. It's time to bust them out. Uh, time to bust out that level one grenade. Yeah, I know, which is going to be easily... Uh, uh, this is going to be a complete waste of time, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, I need an ELI-5. Um, <laughs> for grenades. Grenades for are grenades. thrown weapons. You use your strength and your base attack bonus to you know chuck them at a square that you designate within your range, and if you're outside your range, you get some negatives, just like any ranged weapon. And the opponent gets a reflex save for half damage against the grenade. That is based on your dexterity, though. The difficulty class of that, your dex, I believe, plus the level of the grenade. Okay, so it's a level one shot grenade, I'm pretty sure. Um, mm-hmm. so, so that is a 20-foot range. So I need to be... I mean, you can throw it from where you're at and, and still hit this creature. Now, awesome. what is the radius of the blast? Is this a, a five-footer? The radius of the blast is actually a 15-foot. Oh, boy. So you're actually going to want to throw it at an intersection. Right now, if you're hitting center mass in this creature, it might also hit Alindra. Yeah, Alindra, was... <laughs> did you, you, you install the haste circuit, right? Yes. And you took out the electrostatic <laughs> field? Yes. Okay, well, <laughs> bad time to do that because you're about to get hit with an electricity grenade, it seems right. like. Uh, okay, so maybe this or is you a can bad throw, thing to do right now. Uh, no, you can throw past the Rither Swarm if you want to, to not hit Alindra. It's just going to make it a little bit more difficult. Golly, I'd have to aim at Adras's Doshko. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that corner is getting some hate right now. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so let me see if I need to move first, which I would need to move right next to the swarm to make this happen. Ah, this is the worst. <laughs> Not a lot of great choices here. Uh, I'm going to need your decision right now, though. What do you want to do? Okay. And of course, even shooting a Corona laser pistol would do nothing to it other than diddly just, squat. As uh, we have determined. What do you want to do, Drew? I'm going to say get him, and I'm going to stay put where I am right now. Got him! And it's 147, you're up. I am going to quick draw a shot grenade and <laughs> whip it at Edris's Doshko. Uh, <laughs> Take that, Doshko! I'm, I hate that, Doshko! Doshko. <laughs> I'm just throwing it to the back of the room and just, like, just hucking it that way. I'm targeting, and then I'm gonna throw this grenade. Make me that attack roll. It's an 11. 13. Ooh. 13. I was about to say, this is it's a really low to hit like a, a point, but when you're outside of the range, it gets a little more difficult. That is, so you just hit uh, exactly where you want that yes. grenade. It is going to get that reflex save. Let me make that now. Pop, pop, pop. Rolled 19 on the dice. It made the reflex save, but it is taking one and a half times your half damage. Go ahead and is that so, five damage? So that'd be three points of damage to this guy. Alrighty. And that's more than nothing. <laughs> yep. Uh, trust me. That's good. <laughs> and next in the turn order is this creature. Now, got a couple people to the south. We've got Edros and Andis. Alindra right next to it. And Andis 147 and, and Knack, uh, who actually did some damage. It's going to move through this fire past 
Alindra, I believe. Alindra, you can go ahead and make that blazing orbit damage. Just one? Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's 12. Okay, damage. so it's... It, uh, uh, wait, 14 damage plus 1d6 burn. Uh, yeah, so 14, so and we are going to treat... 14 plus 1d6 burn. Treat that like normal. And that'll be a 4 for the burn. Mm-hmm. All right, and it saves against the burn, so that is extinguished as it moves away from the flames and ends its turn on Neck and Andis. Throwing some grenades its direction. I need, oh boy, to roll some damage dice for you guys. Neck, Feldspar. 21 points of damage. <sighs> Do I get any kind, of save, any kind of save for this? No, 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 no. And is 147. That is 23 points of damage. Need you guys to make me a set of fortitude saves. Bum, bum, bum. Uh, let's make some fortitude saves. How about it? Oh, prong. I believe in you guys. It's my best save. So, lies. 17. DC, unfortunately, is 16. You made it. Yes. <laughs> All right, next. <laughs> Andis, what you got? Fortitude save. Here we go. It's a 23 on that. 16 on the dice. That'll do. That'll do. And you guys, yeah, you can feel it kind of sickening you a bit, but you're able to focus, stay, stay on target. I do need you to make one more set of fortitude saves. I'm very sorry, but it's... Andis, I have an idea. Go ahead and roll those for me as well now. Ooh, Andis is good. Oh, no, Nack. Oh, no, Nack. Feeling, feeling a little under the weather. That is this creature's entire turn, and we're back to Alindra. All right. Um, I am just going to go another point toward photon attunement, and that's it. All right. Taking, taking a guarded action here. Can, can, that take, can we mm-hmm. table talk for a second? What's up? I have, a, I have an idea for this monster. Okay. But it's going to require... And this is remote hack ability. I'm wondering okay. I'm wondering if we can lure it into the electrostatic field that exists between these two uh, computer terminals that we have have hacked and, and then set off the and shock then grid. Set off the shock grid. Oh I didn't like disable it. it. I don't I didn't like disable that one it. bit. <laughs> I didn't disable it. I just bypassed that's it. A, it's still that's armed. That's a great idea. That's, that's a, a great, great idea. idea. Yeah, absolutely. That's thinking with portals. <laughs> All right. You you both disgust me. We're top of turn three at Drosferonis. Uh Knack, are you is Knack generating this plane or is Drew? Why not both? <laughs> well <laughs> one is able to share this information with the other players. Uh, Neck has shared this information with the other players, and Drew has shared this information with the other. Okay, so players. <laughs> some commands. There is a, a ten-foot-wide square, and you were able to determine that there was some kind of defensive arc grid underneath it. Uh, Edros, we are on to you. What do you want to do? Uh, um, I guess I'm gonna hold. Okay, Remy Quindar. I am going to. Um, I am also going to hold. <laughs> We're back to Nack Feldspar. How fast was that? <laughs> uh, so I'm going to move. Uh, let's see how far can I move here. Oh, plenty of space. Uh, I'm going to move all the way back here, just south of Adras, through mm-hmm. the the electrostatic field area. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. Any any standard action? Uh, get him. And it's one four seven. So I'm going to also move back to right here. I'm going to say, you're one ugly up And then I'm going to... <laughs> you're an then, ugly Fleeman Pronker. 
Actually, you know, I'm going to move to here. I'm going to stand Ooh. right in it. Oh boy! And uh, Prague. And I'm, I'm, and I'm gonna take a shot with that, uh, with that laser or with that, uh, uh plasma right. cannon. Pretty important shot here. That's a twenty-three to hit. That is just a hit. Yes. It's max damage. Yes. Oh, jeez. Eighteen points of damage. Oh, oh, that's one of the. That's one of those cosmic hits. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I was gonna roll 50-50 whether this creature is going to attack you or uh, Alindra on its next turn, but uh, I think we're I think we're Past going that your direction. Now. Yeah, Edros, Raimi, you, you see this thing kind of moving in in your direction towards Andis. Do you want to take your action now or wait? Uh, I'll, I can I'll, I can do an action. What do you want to do? I'll take a guarded step and I'm gonna ready an action. When the bad guy comes within range, I'm gonna unleash a cone of flame. Hmm. <laughs> I'm gonna do the same. Oh boy, you guys are getting ready to <laughs> blow hot fire. <laughs> Release your mixtape on this thing? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Alright, well. We're gonna no surprise. all week. It is indeed coming oh. straight on top of you. Go ahead and, and make those attacks. 20. Oh, I thought you you had a fire gland oh. as well, Miles. So you just shot Andis in the back. Yeah. <laughs> no, you can you can light up the <laughs> the computer as well and just kind of shoot oh, corner to him. Uh, yeah, so <laughs> destroying this thing for good. <laughs> uh, an 18 is going to be a, a miss, though. All right, so Adros breathes a hot cone of flame, and uh, you get a reflex save DC 18. Otherwise, it's going to be 11 damage. I rolled so well uh, in the game. Uh, Kept it up. Gosh, you're killing these reflex save. So that's going to be half damage. So only five, but uh, one and a half. Yeah, one and a half. So there you go. One and a half. uh, So seven points. Yeah. Alrighty. This thing's not looking too good. You've you've knocked at about half of its mass. It's like black and burnt in parts from this explosion, from walking through fire, and it ends its turn on Andus one four seven. Andus does some more damage to you. Now we're in. We are in real danger territory. Eighteen points of damage. I need uh, right. a very important fortitude save. There it is. Twenty-six yeah. on the fort safe. Oh, this, great roll. It, his ability is whenever he does damage. It's the distraction effect, which means <laughs> you would have yeah basically lost your turn had you failed that. You guys have been rolling great though. Yes. <laughs> Alindra Vallis, we're back to you. You hear everyone down between these two computer servers acting out some kind of crazy plan. Yeah. Alindra's happy, though, because she is fully attuned. Yes! <laughs> yes! <laughs> Don't kill Andis, um, though! My life! <laughs> I see you uh, kill me, I'll be so life? upset. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not within range of any of my comrades, just the creature thing. Go ahead and roll um, that. <laughs> these these computers Nova. are totally toast. <laughs> That's 37 unless they make a reflex save of 18. Roll this dice. Natural yes! yes! Whoa! Awesome. Yes! 30 yes! points of damage Ooh. times one and a half. Yeah. <laughs> That's another 18 points. Another 18 yeah. points. Now, get wow. talk about what you want to do with the rest of your lives as I do math. <laughs> Wow! What a great, what a great play, play of the game, Alindra. It is still alive though, so that's oh, fun. 
<laughs> it just took what upwards of 50 points of damage. Yeah. We're on that Feldspar. Andis, we got a good plan here, buddy. I need you to stick in there. Inspiring boost. 21 stamina back to Andis. And of Ooh. course, get him to that for any uh, attack that needs that roll. And this 147, we're on to you! All right, I'm 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 moving through, and I'm going to stand adjacent here to the terminal, and I'm going to access the the computer with my wireless hack ability, and I'm going to kick off that shock grid defense matrix on this thing. There is just a, enough juice left in this computer left over from your hacking attempts to <laughs> miserably fail at <laughs> trying to bypass that security grid. And you do it so poorly, um, you can you know just t- basically type in the keyboard like... I just like add saf, add saf, add saf. <laughs> uh, it does set off the shock grid. You see the plates beneath this creature uh, light up with blue arcing electricity, sending the entire mass ablaze in a blue-green flame. It turns completely black, and it is dead. Yes! 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 What a shocking conclusion. Boo! <laughs> 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 I was about to say, even if I saved at the reflex save for this, it's... um. A lot of damage. <laughs> Out of curiosity, how much damage was that, Patrick? <laughs> Let me just go ahead and go ahead and roll it. So twenty-two. <laughs> so thirty-three. It had failed its reflex save. So another real sixteen points. Uh, it had uh, less than twenty hit points left. So yes. Yielded oh, a couple times over. <laughs> <laughs> Kudos to Drew for that plan. Yeah, that was, yeah, that was great. Yeah, that was a really good plan. I love it when a plan yeah. comes together. Make it walk into the oh. next room and touch that trap. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, <laughs> throw the trap. I, I go get that trap and I hold it between two pieces of wood and I toss it inside the chain. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, the, the swarm just dissipates. It's like gone. It turns into this black mass falling to the ground. Seemingly un- Un, uh, unmoving, completely dead. But it, it's not only that. You see the carpet underneath it. Um, the filaments turn from this off-white to brown and then completely black colorization. And then that continues. It spreads along the floor to the walls and up to the ceiling. Then you hear a massive crack as <gasps> a huge chunk of the ceiling tumbles inwards on itself. Guys, it was oh, holding the building together. Oh, we gotta go. It seems to be falling, shaking violently. We are still in initiative turn order. We're all gonna act at the same time. You guys are in the server room, turn one. Give me your actions. Uh, let's get the prank out of here. <laughs> uh, guys, remember those rooms that had the windows? I feel like if we could break those windows, we could get out faster than any of the doors. They'll be closer. I'm gonna go. I can move 30 feet, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, boom, moving just outside of this door. Yep, so you guys can all move into the, the next room. I think Edros, <laughs> do you have some business to take care of here? Yeah, Edros goes into the corner and he grabs his dose scroll <laughs> and as he picks it up, he's, he, as, as he picks it up, it's both really hot and electric. So he's just like, ah, ah, ah. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure if it's gained the broken condition yet, but it took 42 points of damage. So it's a I'll, little, I'll have to, I'll have to look that up. Wait, so so we're we can double move, right? Basically, we're gonna 
because uh, the ground begins to become unstable here. Uh, basically, each turn, you'll be able to move between a single room. We're going to make it a little bit easier. We'll add in some other movements here. But at the end of this turn, yeah, chunks of the, the building begin to, to fall down around you, Edros. Go ahead and uh, give me a, good. a reflex save. Edros, watch your step. Hope you could use that like eight times. Uh, right, reflex save. Not my best. And not my best roll. 12. That's a 14 with watch your step. That is not enough. Huge chunk of the ceiling hits you. 18 points of damage. On this second turn, you are able to, to move out and the entire room collapses as soon as you walk through the door. Yikes. Back into the next room where the, the trap was, these three tables, uh, you all see entering this workroom uh, from the server room, the floor begins to just fall away underneath you. It drops 30 feet into a massive sinkhole and you guys are up to get to the door on the other side. It's gonna be a pretty big athletics check to, to make the jump. Uh, if you still have juice in your your jump jets and or jetpacks, you can just kind of scooch across there. You know I can scooch across there, baby. Yeah, pretty it's a easy. Twenty-three to... for my athletics check. Oh, so you're not using your jump jets? No, not unless I have to. Do I have to? <laughs> Unfortunately, yeah, you make for the the jump, and you do fall. Yeah, twenty-three is not enough. Coming up short, you just fall down into this pit, taking 3d6 points of damage. That is only 10 points, but now you're at the bottom of this pit. Uh, Knack is out. Andis, what do you want to do? All right, I'm going to jump down and help Alindra. <gasps> oh my, jumping down into the pit. Yeah, and I'm just sort of like, just sort of like, like grabbing her, and I'm trying to activate my 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 jetpack with my with my uh, athletics to try to climb out of the pit. She can control gravity. I'm pretty sure she can get out of there on her own, but it's possible. But g- give me a. I'll allow you to do a reflex or an athletics check uh, to to get down into this pit, not take any damage. And this, hmm. watch your step. Athletics isn't bad, but my reflex is even better. <laughs> better. <laughs> Yeah, my reflex save is actually higher than my athletics check. <laughs> nice. Yeah, so you've rolled a 23. That is enough. You you get down there, dodging, you know, bits of the building collapsing in and around you. Mm-hmm. And that, that's going to be your turn getting down there and helping her out. Raimi, what do you want to do? So I have a question. Does, is my flight stone still working? It does not, unfortunately. Okay. Second question. Can I use my resolve point to teleport across the hole? Oh, yeah, you can. All right. That's what I'm going to do. Bloop. 30 feet across. Yeah, that power came in handy really use quickly. <laughs> very, very soon after you attained it. Excellent. And now turn three, Edros. Uh, you, you get into this room, you see this pit. What do you want to do? Uh, can I use the grappling hook to, like, grappling hook? Uh, yeah, same same way. This will take, I will warn you, two turns to you know grapple and then get yourself across this this hole. But uh, if you want to do it, go ahead and make that attack roll first. All right, 25. Bam. So you get it right above the door frame, and you can start making the athletics check to uh, climb across the, the wire. Okay, do you want that roll now? Uh, yeah, let's go ahead and do one, because uh, it will require it. Okay, cool. Uh, that's a natural one. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> what, a, what a garbage gosh. What a... <sighs> So you didn't fail bad enough to fall into the pit. I'll give you that right now. You make no movement, though. Okay. Alindra and Andis, bottom of the pit, turn three. Okay, so wait, did they not 
pull me out? You can do that on this turn. I'll, I'll allow it to be like a an aided athletics check if you want. Okay. Yeah. I could also spider climb. <laughs> Shh, let Andis have their, <laughs> their heroic <laughs> moment. I mean, thank you, Andis. I forgot. I forgot you can do that. Oh, God, what have I done? <laughs> I'm going to die in this pit. I'm going to die here. <laughs> All right, go ahead and make me. Uh, you, you guys can both make checks <laughs> if you want. That's a better one because you're kind of helping each other out. 33. Oh, boy, yeah. So you're able both to scramble up, jetpack, uh, assisted lifting to the corridor, and you're out. And yeah, do you guys want to continue on, or do you want to uh, wait for a dross? Go, go! I'll be fine. I just, I've got, I've got the grappling hook. Just get out of here. All right. Knack wants to stupidly move into this room. So you want to try and go down to the south, but that entire corridor has fallen in and collapsed as soon as you get around the corner. Oh, so never mind. Uh, I guess we're going to have mm-hmm. to go through the cubicles. Mm-hmm. So you, you want to head into this room? Yeah. How far can we go into this room? So it's going to take you a couple of turns to get across it because as soon as you open the door to walk inside, already about half of the the walls of the ceiling have collapsed here. Uh, you can see a little bit of the, the floor above. It is is not a good scene. It is all difficult terrain. So I'll start start you on that movement there. Uh, everyone except Adros can can move in about halfway. So about here? Just about, yep. Okay, so I'm going to go over there with Nack and I'm going to wait for Edris and try to help pull him across. Okay, so as the three of you are climbing into the, the office space, another huge chunk of the ceiling begins to fall down. It's going to hit one of you randomly. Raimi, Alindra, and then Nack. Four, five, six. Uh, Knack, it is coming for you. Of course. Massive chunk of, of ceiling. Go ahead, make me a reflex save. 31. Perfect on that reflex save. So Ooh. only eight, eight points of damage. Uh, still damage. Dodge out of the way of most of the the, the rock and, and metal coming your way. Back in in the, the penultimate room here. <laughs> Ed Ross, do you still want to try and, and climb across this this uh, this wire? Yep, just try to use the grappling hook again. Um, so it's still attached. You just gotta make make that climb check to get across. Athletics. Okay. Athletics away. Okay, that's better. Not a one. That was a ten. So twenty. <laughs> All right. So you get get about halfway across this chasm, climbing across the wire. Andis, uh, anything you want to do to uh, encourage your friend? You're almost there. Don't look down. That's I, I think that's all I got. Alrighty, uh, I, I, I make my I make my computer say like a funny joke that uh that uh that Edress will will find amusing to try <laughs> to relieve the stress of this moment. Uh, Rami, Alindra, and Nack, um, do you want to try to go out the way you came in in this office? <sighs> I mean, it's our only option, right? There's nothing, so, there's no so, windows or anything. so we have two options. Uh, we don't know if the the area with the other uh, office with the window is there. Although, is this a window here as well? There are no. Wait, that's no no closer. Just go out the front door. Yeah, Where good good call. Let's try to go out the front door. When we're gonna get attacked by Akatas. <laughs> as you are trying to to leave the the office space, uh, yeah, opening up the door. Mac is finding all the the rubble strewn parts of this building. It seems like the front of the building, as well as this door and parts of the southwest corner of the building, are all 
completely under rubble has already collapsed. So, so this, so this door is still on. There's one door out of the office you have not tried yet. Is it this door? Yeah, it is. Yep, yeah, to the south. Uh, not one that you've gone through yet either. Okay, so. Uh, so we can only go through one door, is that correct? It looks like it. A single means of escape. Alundra and Remy, you still have your action this turn if you want to move over to it. It is stuck, so it will require a strength check. Okay, let me try my strength check again. Let's see if it works better. That's a 16. No. Can we assist? Oh, no. Can we assist? <laughs> uh, you, you've already moved, but Remy can try. All right. Need that natural 20. Where is it? Oh, no. Oh, no. Not here yet. One of you is getting struck again. And this time, it's going to be Raimi. Oh, no. Uh, but only for 10 points of damage. Oh, I don't I don't get uh, a save? But... Mm, since you asked nicely, yes, make a reflex save. Okay. <laughs> forgot about the, the save for it. Oh. Oh, no. 10 points of damage is what you get. <laughs> All right. Back in the prior room. Edros. Very important. Can't stress enough how important this uh, athletics, single athletics check. Can I try to aid? Unfortunately, no. What have you rolled, Etros? All right, I rolled a five on the die. Not my best performance, but that's going to give me a 15. Yeah, so I will say this is going to do it. If you are able to dodge out of the way of this this rock that is about to fall on you, another chunk of the ceiling, it does more than 10 points of damage. We'll say, uh, you fall into this pit, sir. Please make okay. another very important reflex save. Uh, here we go. 22. Hey. That'll yes. do it. So half of 16, eight points of damage. Woo. You make your way across the room. Yes. No damage. No damage. I just shucked that off. <laughs> it bounces off your back. You're like, no, my lower back. <laughs> oh, 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 man. Uh, you uh, I, get, I get to the other side and I get to the other side. I'm like, Ernest, I'm going to need a massage on my lower back later when we get through this. <laughs> uh, I'm down here. Me it's not easy being old, is it? <laughs> uh, yeah, you have zero time to retrieve the grappler as the entire room just falls completely in on itself. Uh, burying everything, including this pit that was there a moment ago. And we are back in the, the next room. You guys can move into there, Andis and Edros. And you guys can make another strength check to try and open up this open up this door. Anyone else want to try before I do? Everyone can roll a strength check. <laughs> you guys are trying to beat up against all it. All together. <laughs> oh, hey, there's a good one, Alindra. Sometimes that's all it takes. It's a little, little pressure. Uh, so you crack open this door, and you can see, indeed, it looks like the, the eastern conference room buried under rubble, uh, but the western one is still good to go. So you guys can make your way down there. Let's go. It's open already, right? Yeah. It is indeed. Now, to get out of the building, uh, you guys can go in whatever order you want. Um, you can either take two move actions and, you know, just kind of like jump through this plate glass <laughs> window, or you can take a, a move action at the end of it, try for an athletics uh, to um, you know, jump through on this first turn. So it's up to you. Let's go. Alindra, what do you, uh, well, who wants to go first? Let me ask that. I'll go first. I'll attempt an athletics check. Alrighty. It's a 33. <laughs> so, uh, like a 
gosh darn action hero. You uh, <laughs> jump right through the glass. It shatters around you. You might take a point of damage, but you are outside the building, safe as can be. Who wants to go second? I'll go next. So do you want to make an athletics or do you want to take two turns? Uh, I'll take an athletics. Oh. That's a natural one. <laughs> oh, oh, no. Prog. Oh, no. And your bonuses. It's, it's a plus four, so it was a five on the die. Or five, one on the die, five overall. Oh, no. I think your cheat, once you shattered the window, would make it easier for the rest of us. <laughs> I bet it did, but, you know. Uh, still real bad, Drew. Real bad. I'm imagining like this, like this small little like rat, just, like trying to like crawl and like like grabbing onto the broken glass and being like, "Oh, this is a terrible idea." <laughs> uh, so this was this was a DC. Oh no, you failed this by five or more. You fall prone in front of the window, and you do not not make it through. You're still inside the building. Who wants to go next? You see, you see Mac fall. Rami does. Um, he's just gonna teleport next to Alundra. Spending that RP, burning it through. Yep, it's it's less than thirty feet. Andis, Edroth, who wants to go next? All right, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna make a jump for it. I think I'm gonna have to jump. <laughs> uh, seventeen. A seventeen. DC sixteen. Yeah. Whee! Oh, uh, Edros. So as. A dross moves into this room and he sees Nack laying on the ground, maybe rubbing his head because he's prone and he's hit. <laughs> messed up. What does the condition of this room does it is it I guess it I'm wondering is it gonna collapse? Around you. Yeah, the entire building is about to go. What do you want? Okay. I wanna shove Nack into the null space chamber. <laughs> okay. That's gonna take your entire turn. No, get in my bag. I can stand up from prone as a swift action. So do not shove me into a bag. Get out of the building, and I will oh. take my chances. It looks like it's gonna have to be a grapple check if you want to try and get him in that bag. <laughs> oh, I mean, I, I, I so my, my thinking is that obviously Petros would just see you and try to help you, but. I'm not going to do anything to your character that you do not want me to do, so I will just leave you behind to die. Bye! <laughs> Unless I roll a natural one here, too, and then prone uh, beside you. Uh, oh, yeah, that's a good point. Athletics, all right. Uh, athletics. This is not an automatic... Uh, 21, I'm out. Whoop. Excellent. All right, next. So you're last in the building here. You stand up. You're going to try an athletics or move through the, the door. Can I just move since I'm right here? You can try, steadying yourself, swaying on your feet, though. You see all your friends outside, wheezing, blood dripping from them. And you are struck with a massive amount of this building. A huge chunk wings you, goes right down on your head and, and your shoulders. You need a, a reflex save. Very important reflex save. They're all important. This one, life or death. 24. Does all the one come up to 13 on the dice? Lucky 13. You have made it. So half damage as this building begins to bury you. (laughs) A lot of ones. 10 points of damage. How are you doing? Uh, Only 10? Okay, uh, yeah, so that's... uh, I'm still in stamina, so I'm good. (laughs) You move out of the building. It collapses behind you, and you all are safe. Oh, man. (laughs) (sighs) Oh boy! Jeez! I I need a break. That's scary. Yeah. (laughs) Oh man! Wow! 
just stellar stuff. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I warned you guys at the beginning of this episode, this could be curtains for one or more of you. <laughs> but I feel like Adrell's fallen in that hole. Any of those rooms that had collapsed, like the second you walked out of it, Tyler, could have mm-hmm. killed you. Yeah. Oh, that, when I failed that first athletics check, I was kind of sweating bullets. But yeah, you guys all make it out of the building. A All you see that remains is a huge pile of rubble and, and dust. The, the spores of the, the fungus all turned black and creates a massive cloud of, of grit and dust and spores that spells out the words to be continued <gasps> next week. Oh, we will get back to it. I am pretty excited you guys lived. I'm not going to lie, but... Uh, <laughs> oh, I can't believe it. That was uh, awesome. One yeah. of the most hair-raising endings. There's a lot of, a lot of low rolls there. Uh, people getting hit with building parts. Whew. I don't know about you, but uh, next couple episodes, just like taking the taking a, a a dip, lounging by the pool, maybe drinking a nice mixed beverage. Oh yeah, probably gonna kill you instead, though. Probably. Gonna- oh, no, no, no. Let's, let's have a black milk Cosmo. We'll, we'll call it a day. No. Yeah. No. I need to. Uh, we will see what happens next week on the episode as you guys can can return to Tazale and and Hoyfek and we'll move on from there to the end of this book. The Foundry of Istamek. Ooh, I'm excited. And also, I'm, I'm going to need to get on uh, like a space Yelp and find a chiropractic for my back. <laughs> Spelp. I just need to take a space. I just need to take a space nap to get some RP back. Yeah. Snap. <laughs> Snap. <laughs> Stop. Stop. Uh, all right. Well, we'll figure that all out next week. Thank you guys for playing with me. Thank, Thank, you. You. Thank you. And everyone say goodnight, everybody. Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. Well, good morning, listeners. Good morning, listeners.